0: Hello and welcome to So Divine. I'm Megan Skinner, and I'm Stephanie Gelling, and this is our monthly podcast where we explore the celestial landscape for the month. We look at what's happening in the stars. We pick a tarot card that that fits the vibe, all with an eye towards inspiration. And helping you to lead a more conscious life. So, hello, Stephanie. Hello, Megan. And it's June. I can't believe it's almost summer. Time
1: flies. Time
0: flies. I was just starting to wrap my brain around spring. And now it's summer. It's June. So we're going to talk a little bit about what the, uh, the highlights are astrologically for June. And in the June story, we have a really big player. And the planetary player that has a lot going on this month is the planet Neptune. Neptune in June has a lot of aspects. We're going to talk about it. We're going to unfold it or unwrap it or whatever it is they say. But before we kind of get into that, let's start out by talking about Neptune. I mean, who is Neptune? I mean, what does this planet represent? So Neptune is one of the outer planets. And it, you know, Neptune
1: was the god of the sea. Yes. So the planet Neptune has to do with the aqueous,
0: Mm -hmm, right? The aqueous. The aqueous.
1: (laughs) With water, with oceans, with seas. You know, when Neptune is strong, that is some of where our attention turns is to water and also to things flowing, Mm. right? And water is not contained, right? Water is given its shape by the container of which it is in. And so that is the other thing that seems to occur with Neptune is that we also see flow, fluidity, you know, or possibly water breaking through its bounds, right? Because water like neptune is there's a seamlessness
0: mm-hmm.
1: right it rules bound well it doesn't necessarily rule boundaries but when there's neptune you think about boundaries because really neptune is about the all one and so it's boundarylessness and in that where we have boundarylessness we have the numinous mm. and the soulful and the spiritual the compassionate, and the empathetic. Because if we're boundless, then I can feel into you as if you are I, right? That real namaste consciousness. But of course, like with Neptune, with the boundarylessness, there is also that whole idea of flowing into another person Mm -hmm. in in not necessarily a great way. Enabling, codependency, what have you. So I don't flow too much with Neptune. I'm going to stop and turn it over. It was in the flow and in the surf of Neptune. In the surf June. of
0: Neptune. And yeah, and, you know, I think we both are very familiar with Neptune. You being a Pisces, I have my moon in Pisces. We both have very strong Neptune influences to our uh, astrological charts. And when I think about Neptune, I think about merging. And that's what you're saying, you know, is that water that just all flows together. And Neptune, to me, is the universal sea, you know, and where we're not individual waves or where there's waves just kind of come back together in what you're calling that Mm. namaste consciousness or oneness consciousness and so there's something really you know like you're saying soulful and luminous about Neptune and the downside of Neptune so the thing about Neptune for example if you do have a strong Neptune influence in your astrology what they say is Neptune is always homesick Mm-hmm. Because it remembers what it's like yeah. to swim in that universal womb. And so Neptune's always looking to get back home, you know, to that place where, you know, if you think about, uh, you know, the universal sea, it could be defined as love. You know, that's that compassion. We're all one. We're all we're all love. And so Neptune is always kind of looking to get back to that place. And separation is a really hard thing for Neptune to negotiate. So that's a little bit about the whole Neptune um, story. So let's talk a little bit about how the Neptune aspects are going to be playing out. Should we start with Jupiter-Neptune square? And that is June 16th. Yeah, so there's a Jupiter-Neptune square and a
1: Neptune—excuse me, put it in the right order—Saturn-Neptune sextile on June 18th. Now, the bigger picture of that is that all this year, in 2019, Neptune is so strong because this Jupiter-Neptune square and the Saturn-Neptune sextile are unfolding all this year. Okay. Both of these alignments occurred in January— They both now occur in June, within two days of each other. And then they follow up. There's the Jupiter-Neptune square in September, and then the Saturn-Neptune sextile in November. So this is a bigger picture, right? This is a whole year. But what seems so interesting is that in June, this week of with June 16th, that they happening so close to each other, plus some that we're going to get into, right? Other <laughs> right, Neptune yes. stuff. It's as if all that we've been looking at, we really clearly, as clearly as you can with the Neptune, clearly see. So we have the Jupiter Neptune square and the Saturn Neptune sextile
0: very different back to v- very and very different energetically right because the Jupiter Neptune square is a square And whenever I think about squares, I always think about challenges and conflicts and friction. So Jupiter and Neptune are going to be dancing, but not happily so, right? Because there's going to be some conflict between that Jupiter, very expansive energy in Sagittarius, and then Neptune in Pisces. So What made those challenges kind of look like for people? Yeah,
1: so it feels like this whole year, like, to really look at... I like to sort of frame it in this perspective of, like, the dream. Like, Jupiter Mm. is about big, and Neptune's about many things, including the dream. Like, the big dream. So where have you been connecting to your dreams? Not just your dreams at night, but what have been your dreams, your longings, right? That what has been stirred up for you in terms of, like, how you ideally want your life or life on this planet to be. That feels like some of the strong things that have been occurring at the same time of that to see, oh wait, now that I'm in touch with my dreams, I may feel disillusioned because... I thought that this was occurring and it was only a dream, or I may not actually be able to have this thing in my life.
0: Wah, wah, right? Wah. That's so Neptune. It's so right? Neptune.
1: So, how do you not get lost? I mean, it's about opening to the
0: dream, thinking big, thinking, expanding, and then what happens?
1: Right. Was it a dream or was it real? And what is real and no, what is not. not real? Yes. But it does feel like you still need to hold on to that dream and that envisioning. Right. But at the same time, well, what is real and what is not real? And that feels like a big theme that we all sort of see on the political stage or the world stage. Like, what is real? What is really (laughs) happening? But what I think is so interesting, and I mean, maybe this is just a story I tell myself to, like, make myself feel better. But, like, I love that Saturn's involved here and that it's like Saturn with Neptune as that sextile and that that's the one that finalizes it in November. Because Saturn basically says, is this real? Does this add up? Is there foundation here? So it almost feels like you're this balloon and you're floating away and you have to float away in a way because you have vista and everything's possible. And then Saturn comes and says, okay, but what really is real? And okay, if some of this could be real, you got to do the work. to make it really real.
0: Yeah, I I love that, you know, the whole Saturn part because, and Saturn's going to be the component that makes it real, right? It's like, I once read this great article about charts of famous creative people and they were talking about what was the common denominator in their charts and it was, they all had a very strong Saturn influence because you can be as creative as you want to be, you can dream as big as you want, but if you don't show up to the day-to-day, be consistent and do that very Saturnine work, it's probably not gonna manifest, right? And also Neptune is sextile, Saturn. And that sextile energy is so harmonious. So it's kind of like we might start out with that disillusionment and then, you know, really get real with Saturn. But I it's like you're saying, I think it kind of wraps up on that note of like, it can happen if you get real about it. Yeah, and that
1: feels like that might be really strong, the second half of June. Mm -hmm. Because again, just to go through those dates to be really Saturn, there's June 16th is the second of the Jupiter-Neptune squares. Two days later is the Saturn sextile Neptune. And then just to throw a few more things into the mix, (laughs) you know, Megan and I talk a lot about stations. Neptune stations retrograde June 21st, so that's just a few days later, so that a whole week already has this strong Neptune field. And just a few days later, Venus Venus squares Neptune. So it's just Neptune Neptune, everywhere you look. So how do you... I think that it's interesting, too, in this context of this whole year. So it's about June... And yet it's like June providing us maybe some sort of insights Mm -hmm. into this dream, into this illusion, into this opening up into love, Mm. you know, what it may be that we've opened up to since this started in January.
0: I love you bringing up the, you know, the, the context of love with Neptune because, you know, Neptune being an outer planet, you know, has a higher vibration and Neptune also very much influences the collective unconscious. So whatever's happening with Neptune is very much out there in that collective sea, right? The collective zeitgeist. And so I think that, you know, that idea of compassion and universal love and being in our heart energies. To me, that's like the highest vibration of what Neptune can bring. And so maybe when you're having that moment of disillusionment and that's been, I have to say, a a bit of a reoccurring theme with clients lately Mm. about, you know, I thought this was going to happen or I was hoping that was going to happen and it's just not working out that way is if you can go back into those heart energies and be compassionate towards yourself and your process, you know, sometimes perspective is everything. And, and I think having a heart focused, a heart focused perspective can really maybe kind of bringing everything together in a more, more holistic way. Yeah. Yeah. And so with that too,
1: right, this whole year, like how have you been inviting more of that into your mm-hmm. life? Compassion and love and empathy and not just for others, but for yourself. Right, and maybe what you 'll find or what we 'll all find right in June is that the realms of our life through which this has arisen right become even more clear to us
0: yes, right. especially don 't you think with um, with Neptune stationing uh, uh, retrograde I think that because that 's one of the most sometimes one of the most potent energies of the planet and the sign, and we should mention this we haven't even mentioned that this is all happening in the sign of Pisces, right? So Neptune, as we're talking about the Neptune energy and and what's happening, Neptune is in its native sign of Pisces. So that is like really brings in even a deeper kind of Pisces-Neptunian energy here, right? And with uh, Neptune going retrograde on the 21st, it's just going to maybe bring a deeper kind of impact, of that Neptune energy. So how
1: would we share in terms of, well, whether what we're sharing with everyone, but like for yourself, when you think about
0: the second half of June, how are you thinking to orient? That's a really good question. And, you know, I think when you talk about the piece about being compassionate with self, I think that's a really big one right now. And especially we, you know, as we're dealing with some of these Saturnine energies is, you know, it's great to be hardworking and responsible and on top of your game. But I think there's a very fine line. Be- between being too hard on yourself and not giving yourself permission to be vulnerable and you know to be more in the flow and the other thing for me is I really value the gift of my imagination and that's one of the things I love about my pisces moon and neptune on my sun is I think that I have an amazing imagination and I love the opportunity to be in my imagination and imagine different possibilities. So maybe think about your imagination. You know, it's like the imagination is the first step in, you know, creativity and manifestation is do you give yourself permission to imagine different possibilities and potentials and play in that Piscean you know, playground of the imagination. I think that's
1: beautiful. I love that notion of imagination or like reimagination. Like Mm. this is where I'm at. Can I reimagine another outcome? Can I reimagine how things could be? That doesn't necessarily mean that that may manifest. I mean, it might, but just that expansion of what is possible, right? And what is real. And I also think too about like vision like this oh, notion of like yeah. seeing like making like what is it that i see like with neptune you see but not just with your eyes or your senses you know right that that sixth intuition. sense seeing. intuition intuition yes. That internal knowing. That internal knowing. Yes. And then still to discern, like, okay, I'm I'm reattuning to how I see and how I know and what my vision is. And at the same time, I do need some sort of feed either trust within myself or some sort of feedback to know, am I seeing what I wanna be seeing? Just you know, or am I seeing what I actually am seeing, right? Yeah. which to me feels very Neptune. So, you know, maybe just really looking at that in the second half of June, these notions of, again, love and compassion and imagination and vision and seeing, um, and just also watch your boundaries, like, and mm, also yes, stay yeah. grounded. I mean, Neptune really, like, will sweep you off your feet. You'll be, like, driving and thinking about this and thinking about this and imagining that and, like... Wait, there's a red light. You know, like
0: just be really, really. <laughs> oh, icy- by the way. <laughs> by the way, little Saturn
1: there. So I always think when there's strong Neptune and there's very strong Neptune, just like, you know, be in that space of beauty, right? In imagination, but just really make sure that like your two feet are
0: on the ground. Yes. Yes. Very good advice. Very good advice. So let's all because we 'cause we've got other stuff happening during Wait, that. I know, week. But we did get
1: so lost in Neptune. I oh, okay. right,
0: right. Well I'm gonna draw a boundary here. Okay, oh, so we'll draw a boundary and 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 say we need to move on okay. to the other <laughs> intense stuff of that big week of June 16th through June 21st. And so let's talk about it because we've got some Pluto stuff happening. We've got Pluto and Mercury and Pluto and Mars. Ooh, that feels very Intense to me. So let's talk a little bit about that. Yeah. So Mercury and Mars, right? Mercury, the planet of communication,
1: Mars, the planet of championing and willpower, come together on the 18th and they come together in Cancer. And then over the next days, there is an opposition between them and Pluto, right? So what we have there just feels like there's these issues related to like really both getting down under the surface with. Why is it that I want something? Mm. Why is it that I'm championing something? Why is it that I want to fight for something? You know, we could also, if feel quite kind of triggered, not just like, well, why is it that I want to champion for something or fight for something, but really feel that stirred up within ourselves, and that all might come through our words, right? We can see right. that. Through that our,
0: communication. Through that
1: communication. That our words can be swords, but we have to be very conscious in terms of, like, how we use those swords, that we do it with awareness and precision, rather than doing it unconsciously, just because we feel like, oh, I'm on the defense, or oh, I'm feeling attacked, which especially feels like something when there's Mars and there's Pluto right Yeah, like the subconscious stuff coming up
0: that feels very very much like a trigger waiting to happen Mm, is kind of how it feels to me and you talked a little bit about this before, is you know, Mars, the god of war, and you bring in Pluto here and you know, don't be at war with other people and don't be or at yourself. war with yourself, right? So I again maybe that's where that Neptune compassion comes in, you know, just to kind of balance that equation. And the thing about Pluto too, is Pluto always has the opportunity for evolution. And so if you're being triggered in some way and stuff is coming up, if you can be conscious about it and and ask yourself, how can this, how can this evolve me? <laughs> how, what is ever, whatever is coming to my attention, how can I use this as an opportunity to become more conscious and more evolved so I don't kill anybody, right? So this just you know, so I think that could be very intense. And the dates on that, again, are what, like around the, between the 16th and the 19th of exactly. the month. So again, we have this very, very intense time. So putting those things together just feels like maybe it's
1: how you can excavate with awareness and see what comes up for you and then bring in forgive, you know, then bring in the Neptune, bring in like when you go down and you see what's coming up for you then to navigate with compassion and forgiveness.
0: I love that. Excavate with awareness and compassion. I love that. I think that's super good. And in the midst of all of this, of course, we have a full moon in Sagittarius. Sandwiched between <laughs> those two Neptune events. Right. So it almost feels like an afterthought to mention the full moon <laughs> in Sag, right? But it is happening. And full moons and Sag's tend to be very buoyant times, very expansive times, a great time to like really open yourself to seeing the world in a bigger way with a bigger perspective. And then if we have a Sagittarius full moon, of course, we have the new moon at the beginning of the month in Gemini.
1: Yep. On June 3rd. So it's this opening into understanding, being guided by your curiosity. Yes. You know, what do I want to learn? What do I want to share? How? What message do I want to put out? Um, so just again, new beginnings, June 3rd. Yes.
0: So let's put a cherry on top of this, um, this Neptune Sunday okay. uh, or all this intense planetary stuff and talk a little bit about the summer solstice, which is on June 21st. And you know, summer solstice is the official beginning of the summer season in our hemisphere and the winter season in the southern hemisphere. And so it's a shifting of energies. It's a sea change. Definitely. And
1: speaking about sea changes, we, just to note... so (laughs) Neptune!
0: Oh, yeah, I I didn't even think about that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But thinking about sea changes, while we're in June, just to note that in July we begin eclipse season. The first one is on July 2nd, and we'll talk much more about this in the July episode of So Divine. But just remember... That it's weeks before an eclipse where you're in that eclipse field. So this sort of, to me, feels like, and we were talking about this, like, it buoys, again, a Neptune word, but I didn't mean that. You know, (laughs) it buoys that whole notion of Neptune, like, feeling a little bit like maybe there's an unclarity or there's this feeling of a sea change, but not 100% sure, like, where is this going? Where What will come of this? And if that's where you're at the second half of June, all good. Just don't put yourself under pressure because that's what it should be. The sense of being eclipsed or unclarity, that also feels like the fog of Neptune. And what will you will then discover, right? The fog allows you to connect to that will then be revealed when the fog lifts.
0: And the fog lifts with the eclipse. Right. And then the eclipses
1: come and then they go and then we have more clarity.
0: Yeah, and I think it's just good to know that, you know, we're going to be feeling, especially mid-month when all this is going on, that eclipse energy, right? So it's just another player in the planetary mix. And again, we'll talk more about the eclipses uh, in July. So Divine. So that brings us to the tarot card for the month. So the card that I selected for um, June is actually the Neptune card. Of the tarot, it's the hangman. And, you know, in most images of the hangman, it it's a man and he's hanging upside down. And the idea with the hangman is he's decided to seek a different perspective. And where before his feet were on the ground, the material physical reality, his feet are now in the air, representing the realm of spirit and soul and a higher consciousness. And so, what the Neptune card is all about is. About really opening yourself up to a spiritual or higher perspective about how you view life. And a lot of times when we're experiencing the hangman, people can feel a little confused because there's a shift in energy and there's a shift in perspective. And so the hangman is also very much about learning to surrender because a lot of times when you're working with like Neptune energies or unconscious energies or intuitive energies, they don't always unfold in a rational, linear manner they're more like we've been talking about this very fluid flowing and so neptune says you know trust divine order trust divine right timing get out of your own way surrender now every you know every card of the Tro has a bit of a shadow side just like every sign has a shadow side And um, the shadow side of uh, the hangman is very much neptune's shadow which is Disillusionment, martyrdom, you know, uh, discouragement. And it's a little bit where we talked about sometimes when we're in those transcendent realms and we're opening ourselves up to much, much bigger visions and ideas and perspectives, and then they don't always translate in the day to day mundane reality we can get discouraged and we can become victims. That's another shadow side of Neptune. It's like that energy of feeling like you're a victim of your life or your circumstances. And so this is a time to really just like really dig into, you know, surrendering into that spiritual higher kind of perspective. And so I think the hangman is just perfect for June with all of that Neptune energy. Beautiful. I mean, just another way to like have some guidance.
1: And I was thinking too, like when what you were saying is maybe in terms of also invoking maybe that week or the last two weeks of June to really like honor the water, to honor yeah, the water, yeah. Like take baths, go swimming, mm-hmm. go walk by the water if you can, mm-hmm. you know, have a beautiful bowl out with crystals mm-hmm. in it, you know, or, or, you know, put herbs in your water, like mm-hmm. how we can Honor and beckon in the wisdom of Neptune, and again maybe doing it in that sort of Saturn way, like that practical,
0: yeah, way. absolutely go swimming, you know, um be in the water, be
1: in the water,
0: well, that wraps up another episode of So Divine, although with Neptune, we could probably have gone on and on and, and on, on and, and on. on and on, but it's great talking with you, stephanie and <laughs> <laughs> We're just, we are just crack ourselves up here. And Stephanie, you are can be reached at your website, which is stephaniegayling.com. I'm at meganskinner.com. We both post a lot on Facebook and Instagram. So look for us there as well.
1: Yeah. And if you have any questions, like you want any clarification about anything that we talked about, or you have ideas or the topics that you want us to cover... Please don't hesitate to write us. You can write us on Instagram or at so Divine ventures at gmail.com. Thank you, Megan. <laughs> and a big thank you shout out to our producers, Nick Patreon Sebastiano Tecchio, and the Overcast Room at Cloud Studios in Seattle. And so wishing you a flowing, fluid, love-filled, a dreamy, compassionate, compassionate, dreamy June.
0: Bye.